0: no matter what um, their diagnosis or what their sort of stage in life can respond to this. And it's a real coming together that you can really see uh, through the power of music.
1: Hi, I'm Lance and this is Unsilent, a speak series by No Stigmas that champions mental health advocacy and challenges the stigmas that all too often prevent people from getting the help they need. We're so glad you're here. And in today's episode, we get to meet Erica. Now, Erica is the mother of the wonderful, wonderful Michaela, who is living with Down syndrome with a global developmental delay and is also nonverbal. They're based in the UK and Erica is passionate about advocating for the therapies and the services for her daughter and individuals that she calls are differently abled, not disabled. Throughout our entire conversation with Erica, we really dive into the intersection between mental health and the daily experiences of these differently abled individuals. Erica's advocacy celebrates all the many gifts that her daughter Michaela has to share with this world and reminds us of the value and importance of fighting for inclusivity and the mental health equity of all. And in our second part of our two-part conversation with Erica, we dive in straight away on the stigma of the word disabled and how she says we should advocate for using differently abled, highlighting how all of us are unique and have value and gifts to share. We also talk about Erica's charity Shades of Different, which produces music and uses music therapy to help not only those that are differently abled like her daughter Michaela, but really reminds us of the need for inclusivity and equity for all.
0: I think the word disabled does a disservice because actually we're all differently able if you think about it. And just because you're not able to do one thing doesn't mean you're not able to do something else. Um, and all these individuals offer us Something different, and it's all about diversity. Diversity is what makes makes the world go around. So, you know, I mean, just because you know, I mean, you know, the, the, there's there's probably you know ten million things that I can't do and whatever I would never do, some sort of hang gliding or I don't know uh, bungee jumping, and like that. but that doesn't mean that I'm disabled, you know. There's the, you know, so the, the point is that you know we're all differently able. There's lots of things we we can't do, lots of things that we can do, and the same with with differently able people so that's why differently able is the right term i would ban the term disabled i want to you know change the dictionary to say differently able because that reflects the fact that we all have these different abilities and we all have different things we can offer and different things we can bring to the table and we can share we should see it as a diversity as a whole rather than a lack of something because it's not and actually down syndrome individuals if you want to take uh children with Down syndrome, they actually have an extra chromosome. So they have something more, not something less. So, you know, <laughs> and they smile and they light up the world and they have that ability to live in the moment that we could all learn from. So, you know, let's learn from it. Let's take a leaf out of their book. You know, the way I see it is it's a melting pot. It's a potpourri of different things and we should embrace it. Uh, not, you know, which is why, you know, inclusion is is at the forefront of this, this whole you know, campaign, this whole charity of mine. And one of the main tracks on the actual CD is called Include Me and it's an anthem for inclusion. Include me, hear me out, find out what I'm about. And it's got a really powerful message and we hope it's gonna be an anthem for inclusion in schools because that's what it's all about. Let's all include each other, let's all embrace each other and the world will be a better place as a result. So Shades of Different is now an official registered charity uh, in the Dorset slash Hampshire area. Um, we've got, I mean, obviously, I mentioned we've got the live blog, which is an international element because that's for everybody from all over the world. We've got stories from all over the world there, sharing, um, you know, important obstacles and things that they've overcome, whatever. Um, Shades of Different itself, as an awareness raising campaign, was born as a result of what happened with Michaela, and then um, the desire to really give these differently able children a voice um and and the rights that they 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 deserve and whatever our objectives as a charity now is to be able to raise money to really make a difference to them in terms of like sensory equipment in schools and more of those therapies that they vitally need music therapy because we want to run music therapy sessions in the community and then occupational therapy sense integration occupational therapy specifically for non-verbal children um so they can then also access speech therapy and more of the speech therapy and you know for instance in Michaela's school at the moment they. Have have music therapy but they don't have it all year round so we want to be able to supplement that so they do have it all year round so they don't just have a term at time whatever so they can take full advantage of that because that is an international vehicle of communication and it's also why this whole venture was born out of music I've always been passionate about music I'm quite good at, at songwriting. well I'm quite good at writing poems but when I write the songs I know exactly what I want them to sound like and I've been very fortunate in being able to get a music team around me that have helped me Um, then bring the music to fruition in terms of exactly what I wanted to sound to sound like so with the include me track as well I knew I wanted it to be um, a rock um, anthem with a rap verse as well and and whatever and and I had a sketch of more or less what I wanted to sound like and we were able to to put that into action and then we developed a club version of the track as well so there's also a disco disco version of the track Um, we've got three different versions of different so different the original version was obviously the the the, the song that I wrote um, when I nearly lost Mickey, and then we we have a a, a sort of slightly more poppy version of the track, and then a track uh, a version of the track in Italian, which is slightly more melodic. Um, but um, I wanted it I wanted to put it into Italian as well because I am Italian, so there's one Italian track on the CD, and then there's five other friends of mine um, who are really you know. Impressive musicians who've put together tracks uh, on diversity and inclusion, or specifically dedicated to Michaela, um, that are on the CD. Um, and um, yeah, uh, it's a really eclectic mix of music, but it's it's fantastic. I mean. There's something for everybody on there and everyone can enjoy it um and um it's quite upbeat but there's also some slower tracks for instance there's a, a very talented musician on there called catherine hell she's a french friend of mine who i connected with on linkedin i've never actually met her but we found that we were very much soulmates in terms of how we see music and 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 uh, how we 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 see the world and whatever and she wrote a beautiful track called same difference which we've also included as a as a an instrumental version and she's an autodidact she's taught herself to play the piano and she plays the piano for like film soundtracks and whatever she's really really talented so she played um wrote and sung this herself and she's got an incredible voice as well so um that's another track to look forward to on the on the cd Uh, this very talented friend of mine, Ricardo Crescenti, who unfortunately passed away at the beginning of this year from from COVID, 45, six-year-old daughter. It's an absolute travesty, but he wrote a beautiful track called Without Words, uh, which just touches my heart every time because he wrote it like it's a dialogue between myself and Michaela. So she's talking to me on the verse and I'm responding on the chorus. And it's a really powerful track. Um, and my friend Susie Kimber, uh, who's a very talented vocalist as well, wrote a beautiful track called Beautiful um which is just beautiful really and she has a a, astounding voice so yeah so there's there's a really interesting mix on there of, of of beautiful tracks uh very talented musicians also my friend steve lee uh who um wrote a track called anyway um with his son who's got an awesome voice and they've got a really nice sort of contrasting vocal on there which is really special so yeah so um, i'm very lucky to be able to put this together and make it happen because when we produced different we thought about issuing as, as a single and we never got round to it so now we've issued a proper album with 11 tracks on it so um yeah it's really really something so and it's only 10 pounds for the track but it's going to go a long way um to helping support these children in the long run with with sensory equipment and therapies and so forth so please please do support us like i said the website is shades of dot com and on the on the main page on the home page at the top there's a link it's a PayPal link and you can go in and purchase a digital version of the track or you can contact me through the website or, or whoever or through social I'm on all social um, and um, and I can send you um, a, a physical copy of the CD if you like a friend of mine works with, um, unlocking memories, which is for, um, people with Alzheimer's and, you know, elderly people and whatever. And she's seen the huge difference that that music can have in terms of unlocking memories and whatever. So so suddenly, um, some, someone in an old people's home or whatever, who doesn't even look like they remember everything, whatever they hear the music, whatever, and it it sort of triggers a memory or something in their brain that just makes them respond or get up and dance and whatever. And, And suddenly for that, for those moments they're just a completely different person it's just it's a really powerful powerful vehicle of communication not just for differently abled children but you know all ages and abilities and whatever no matter what um their diagnosis or what their sort of stage in life can respond to this and it's a real coming together that you can really see uh through the power of music i think a lot of people particularly with autistic children or or children who do show more behavioral challenges often their parents are then told off by the system and whatever and and, and it's thought that their children are naughty but actually they're not they're showing behavioral uh challenges because of of you know that how their mental health is impacted and this needs to be taken into account and needs to be responded to so um yeah it is very important that we um raise awareness and that people become become aware of the fact that the term disabled or differently able is not specific to someone in a wheelchair it could be about anybody you know it's not because you don't see it that it's not there um and you know people need to be aware there's a lot of ignorance out there you know i mean i think sometimes people have come along to different abilities or other charities that we're um part of and said oh but there's nothing wrong with these people you know they're not disabled and it's like okay but it's not <laughs> just because you can't see it doesn't mean that it isn't there and and so you know a, a child that is showing some sort of behavioral um difficulty um it, it's because of their mental health and because of their diagnosis not because um they're wanting to be naughty or wanting to challenge in any way in fact that that is how they um express themselves sometimes through attracting attention to their behavior because they don't know how else to do it you know it does exist and it does happen because these these children or these individuals get frustrated with themselves when they can't express what they need to or they can't get through um and maybe they're nonverbal or whatever they've got other challenges and so that they, they they might end up self-harming so obviously that is something to be aware of and um and and they often show that they don't want to do that, but they don't see any other alternative. So clearly the system needs to be able to respond to them before they get to that stage. Yeah, I mean, for instance, with, with Down syndrome children, certainly with Michael and whatever, what doesn't help is when they say, oh yeah, but they're, they're so happy, they're so lovable and whatever, like that's some sort of consolation prize. You know, they've got an extra chromosome, which is a happy chromosome, and they they are they are sort of happier, so to speak, and they've got this ability to smile and live in the moment and whatever, but that's not supposed to be, you know, a, a consolation prize and whatever. You know, it's just the way it's worded, the way it's said, it doesn't sound right, and it it it's not helpful. Um. Or, for instance, you know, when a, a social worker said to me, oh, but we know that with Michaela, what will be, will be. I mean, what's that supposed to mean? you know, that she won't amount to anything that, you know, that we have to just leave her, uh, to be whatever and, uh, and not, you know, take care of her and not look out for her, and not hope for something better for her future. You know, that, that doesn't really mean anything. And again, it's not helpful. Um, and, um, and those sort of things, you know, they get me down, you know, which is why, you know, I'm all about awareness raising and overcoming that ignorance. And, you know, I don't like people staring and whatever. If, if people, you know, want to know more, they should come and ask the question, you know, and, and want to find out more, um, but not staring in a nasty way and, you know, pushing people away and um, and not being inclusive and, you know, saying things like, oh, but, you know, they're so happy, oh, but they're so lovable, oh, but this, oh, but that, you know, it, it just it's It doesn't doesn't help. And it it puts in a dampener on things, really. And the other the the other thing that I want to say, actually, is that often people think that Down syndrome individuals suffer with something because of their diagnosis. They don't suffer. They don't suffer. Let's just make that clear. You know, I mean, they have they have a diagnosis. They are different. They are differently able and whatever. Um, But, you know, they're people just like us. Uh, They deserve to be respected and included for who they are. Uh, and they don't suffer, you know, in fact, you know, they live in the moment and they know how to smile and when they know how to take adversity on the chin. So actually, you know, they live better than we do. They don't suffer and they don't deserve to be pitied and, you know, all this sort of business of suffering and, oh, you know, do you want to terminate your child because, you know, they've got Down syndrome or whatever. I mean, the abortion rate has been really high in terms of um, Down syndrome, children, whatever, and they've, we've been offered... Um, as parents really early on the option to abort children with Down syndrome. Now you don't get that with any other disability, there are any other different ability and I don't see why it should be any different with Down syndrome I and mean, it's no better or worse than anything else. In fact you know it's 10 million times better from the point of view of how these children face the world. You know getting society to have that message that these individuals Uh, deserve the same respect, human rights and opportunities and possibilities as we do. And so, you know, in the future, the um, there are more job opportunities available. There are more role models available for them. Um, and they are considered and taken into, into account when there's sort of play groups organized and, and external activities and, you know, other groups and whatever, that there is room for them to be considered and for them to be included and valued and for their voice to be heard, you know, because their voice is is a voice, whether they're nonverbal or not and whatever, they deserve to be heard. Um, they deserve to be listened to. Um, and they deserve to be seen and noticed and, and, and their contribution should be valued because um, the world is incomplete without it, you know, we, we, we need the voices of everybody to be heard um, and those human rights and whatever I'm passionate about, you know, I want them to have um, as much as, as, as what we have and more because they deserve it yeah she's doing really well she's in a brand new class there's only five in her class now she's got a male teacher they're swimming three times a week they do trampolining on a thursday Um, so she's getting all her physical activity in um, and i'm still fighting to give her give her regular occupational therapy but we're slowly but surely getting there and uh, she really enjoys school she runs onto the school bus in the morning she gets picked up just outside our house and she gets brought back um, just after three o'clock and whatever and she absolutely loves it um and she's a bundle of joy um and she's such a happy little girl and um and she gives me so much just through her smile and through how she communicates with me and uh i just want to give her everything she's just given me so much and i just want to give back to her and all the children like her because you know they make the world a better place
1: To go beyond the show, be sure to connect with us on all social media platforms at No Stigmas. And you can always reach out at NoStigmas.org to connect with us and see how we can team up together to champion mental health equity for all. Remember, to break these stigmas, we must be unsilent. We'll see you next time.